Hi, good morning, church. Everybody's still kind of waking up. Um, I get the privilege of talking to you guys today about the power of apologetics as I move this table out of the way, because I don't have to walk around a lot when I talk. So a couple weeks ago, for those of you who don't know, I'm a police officer. I work as basically uh, an administrative role. So I start my day by getting up with my son, and we had time in the Word. We prayed together. I felt pretty good about that. He went off to his day, and then my wife and other son got up, and I got a chance to be with them and pray and read the Bible with them, which is rare. And so I went off to work feeling very energized and very set, very on point. Then I get to my office a little bit early, and on my desk is complete chaos, right, from the day before. People wanted tons of stuff done. And I figure I'm just going to make a cup of coffee because coffee makes things better. And as I'm making coffee, I load up my email, and I see that emails are going out of control. So now I'm completely not with it. All the positive stuff that the Lord had done prior was just sapped out of me because the world had gotten its hooks into me. Then a man walks in. This is a man that I've known for 16 years. He's going to retire in two and a half months. He walks in my office. He works graveyard, so he has that graveyard look of, I just want to go home. But I looked at him, and I gave him that look like, hey, you know, not an overly welcoming look. He says, I had a question for you. And he, he asked me a question about something I had an answer for. In the process of telling me a work story, which I admittedly wasn't, wasn't really engaged with, okay? It's important you guys remember this. I wasn't really engaged in that work story. He says, he, he makes this comment. He says, yeah, you know, my wife's always telling me I got to get to church, and we're looking at maybe homeschooling our kids. Like, that's what I heard. And if you are Paul Tripp fans, you know that there's these things called entry gates. And so you want to listen, you want to take notice and listen for entry gates, right? And so I just look at him, and I point behind me where a graduation picture of my son from our homeschool academy sat. And I said, I will talk to you about faith and homeschooling forever. And for the next 45 minutes, I had a chance to reshare the gospel with this man who I hope is watching online now because it impacted my life significantly. Here's what mattered. What mattered is that God got the glory. I had shared with this man about 10 years ago. I had the privilege actually to train the person who became his wife when she was an officer. So I knew her before he did. So I've known this man for a long time. And it was, it was kind of like, no, I'm good. I'm good, boss, thanks. And we sit down, and this man expressed his heart to me, and it broke me. It broke me. In the midst of everything else, had I not been prayed up, and had I not been in the word of God, and my family not given me that, that assurance, right, then you already heard my story. The, the world had already just taken me off in a completely different direction. I was already not in a good spot. But God, when the opportunities exist, will put you in the right place at the right time the same way he did me. And I will tell you, I was on cloud nine the rest of the day. I started texting different leaders and just telling them, I'm not, I'm not kidding when I say it. it was probably one of the best mornings I've had. And I sent this man a message before he went to sleep. And I said, it was profoundly one of the most enjoyable mornings I've had. And his comments, as I paraphrase and come to a close, um, he says, yeah, my wife calls me. He's, his wife and his two boys, six and seven, are in the state of Washington while he finishes his last 75 days living in a trailer in Buckeye. Because he's not going to buy a house for two months, right? And he's driving the 45 minutes home, and his wife calls him every morning. Hey, are you okay? What happened? Uh, he says, he basically shares the story right? His text message was, my wife thinks I'm weird, 
and that I need to be drug tested or that I'm possessed. <laughs> and I said, you are. You're possessed by the Holy Spirit, right? And so we know that. We know that to be true. And I know you're listening. And I'll tell you right now, that doesn't end. And so these times when God gives you these opportunities, and you see with eyes open because you've prepared, you're in the word of God, you're praying for opportunities, and you crash through the entry gates, not like a thunder and not like an explosion, but like a gentle breeze, remember? The gentle breeze is where the, Lord, the Lord's at. And all he needed was just a little bit right then, and we've had a chance now to continue the conversation like we like to say here, right? And so my encouragement to you as I end is that have your eyes open, Right? The Holy Spirit can do wonderful things. You heard when I preached on Acts 7 and Stephen. It do wonderful things, but Stephen was prepared. Are you prepared? Are you prepared to notice the next opportunity? Because people, they're everywhere. I'm going to turn it back to John.